Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. Folks uh, that can help help usher in the anointing. I said, because we don't do these things by ourselves. We need people. I know one of these days, these guys are going to pop open a mic and it's just the anointing is going to hit them and they're going to sing like they never thought they could sing before. The anointing is going to get on them so rich and so great because they're being faithful to doing what God told them to do. Not what they were comfortable in doing. Not for what they were comfortable in doing. Because God will always ask you to do something that you weren't comfortable in doing. You know, he, he may ask you to make a sacrifice. If you heard the scripture says the sacrifice of praise, why is it a sacrifice? Because sometimes it's a sacrifice to get up early on a Sunday morning and, and get yourself dressed. And maybe it's a sacrifice to get up early in the morning and read your Bible because, you know, for whatever reason or maybe just. A, but you never know some things that are a sacrifice watching, watching football on a Sunday afternoon. That might be much. That's, a, that's easy. You're like, oh, that's not a sacrifice. That's easy. You don't notice that some things are easy. Why are they easy? Because they feed your flesh. They, they appear to feed your flesh. I don't know about you, but when I, when I asked Jesus in my heart, I became hungry for the things of God. Yeah. I wanted change in my life. That's right. You know why? Because I'm a new creature in Christ yeah, Jesus. Right. Behold, the old man has passed away. Yeah. See, when, you're, when the new man is in, in, in effect, you want to please God. Yeah. You want to you be hungry. You want to you you have satisfaction. You want your soul, your spirit to be satisfied. That's, right. That's why when you walk with God, it's hard to walk away from him. You even notice even, even people who walk from God, sometimes they still want to come to church. Why? Because they know that there's something there. Yeah. They know that there's an answer there. Yeah. They know that they need their answers. They know they need, they know they need their infilling. Because yes. right. it's hard to go through this world empty. Yeah. That's right. Very difficult. It's, it's, it's hard. I don't know how people do it without God. It's just hard without the Lord. Yeah. It is just hard without Him. Then both of us know we miss a week and we're like, well, man, I wish I didn't miss my week at church. I fe- I'm feeling it. Yeah. You know, but the more you get consistent with it, the more you stay full, yeah. the, the more you start living out the top of the barrel. You, 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 I'm going to tell you, your greatest addiction becomes the Lord. That's right. Come on. I, I said one number one addiction I like to feed is my addiction with the Lord. Yes. Because I know without him, I am nothing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Amen. 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 So open our Bibles this, this morning over to sec because we're going to feed that addiction this morning. Come on, because we're flourishing and not failing. Say, I'm flourishing. I'm not failing. Open to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Some of you know that scripture by heart. Some of you could recite it by heart. But it's not enough to, know, to, to have a scripture, know a scripture, and recite it by heart. It's another thing to let it work in, on the inside of you. Say, it works on the inside of me. When I read this word, it's going to work on the inside of me. Sometimes you just got to say it by faith. Sometimes you may even feel like it's working on the inside of you. But the more you start saying it, the more you start coming to agreement with what the word says, your life is just going to start going in that direction. Isn't that what Father James said? Daddy, Dr. James said in the book of James? He says your, your, your mouth is a rudder that's going to direct your life. See, if, the reason why things aren't going in the right direction that they should is because you're not, you're not talking with agreement with what the word says. Uh-huh. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to speak the word. And as we're reading this out loud together, see the rudder of your life. You're starting to redirect your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you, your, your life is, a, you got to think of your life as a big ship. It's been going a certain direction for a long time. Yeah. 
And just because you turn it doesn't mean you're going to start seeing it turn right away. How many of you ever seen those shipping vessels that have the, the stacks and stacks of, uh, uh, of and containers on top? Do you know when they start turning that rudder, even when they turn it, it just can't suddenly turn. It takes it. It takes it a lot. They have to almost go three or a couple miles out of the way just to get in position, just to get to where it needs to go. Your life is being directed right now. You got to see your life is being directed right now. You may not see where you're headed. You may not see the direction, but I'm telling you, the more you just stay on course with the Lord, you will get to your desired destination. That's right. Amen. So over here in 2 Corinthians 5.17, uh, <clears throat> Paul pins this very eloquently. Well, I don't say eloquent because Paul never would say I was an eloquent man. But I said he says this by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, he says in verse 17, he says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Say, I am a new creature. All things, things are passed away. Passed away. Behold, Behold, all things, all things are, become are become new. And all things, all things are, of are of God, who hath reconciled unto his, uh, us to himself. Yes, He's reconciled us to himself. Yeah. By Christ who? By Christ Jesus. Yes. And he's given us this ministry of reconciliation. He's reconciled you. He's given you a ministry of reconciliation. What does that mean? He's helped you not only recover yourself, but help, help others get reconciled. Help them get right with God. You know, it's not just about you getting right. It's about you helping others to get others right. It's not just you that's getting right. It's everyone around you. It's everything else that's falling into place. We're waiting for, some, for something to just fall in place when God's just really there to help you reconcile your life. You know, when, uh, when debt collectors, they say, let's, let's consolidate or let's, let's, let's reconcile what's on the tab. Let's bring it all together so that way everything just gets taken care of. God did that through Jesus Christ for your life. Yeah. He reconciled all the things that didn't belong there. He, he, he reconciled the debt of, of failure and removed it. Yeah. So there's, it's a banking term. Your debts have been re- reconciled. Yeah. You don't owe anymore. You don't have a past no more. Yeah. So when you go backwards and talk about your past, talk about all your failures, talk about everything that you've done, all the mistakes, the misgivings, you're bringing up the stuff that God has no idea what you're talking about because he's already removed it. Yeah. And too many people are digging up old bones. They're digging them up. They're speaking life to those old bones. Remember the prophet? He goes, can, can these bones live? And he says, well, I don't know. Only you, God, know. And so and God talks, tells him, well, you prophesy to those bones. You prophesy and speak to those bones that they may live. And he saw that thing rise up. I sometimes think we do the same thing with our past life that, that, that we've been trying to get rid of. And we speak life to our past. We speak life to the things that hold us. We talk about our struggles. And God says, you know what? I can get you free of that if you stop talking about it. So if, you, if you can just move on from that. Well, I've always lived in debt. I've always lived in poverty. Well, God wants to change your way of thinking about these yes. things, way, the way you're talking about these things. Yes. God is in the business of delivering you. Yes. God is in the business of, of bringing you from glory yes. to glory. Yes. Where Adam fell, God is here to restore what Adam to you back to your natural yes. self. Adam gave up everything, yet God gave us a second Adam. That second Adam is Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. And God has always been in the business of restoration. That's right. You see it in the book of Judges where God is restoring Israel because Israel had walked from God. They had walked from God and God said, I'm going to restore Israel. Yeah. 
even because they have not listened to me. They have not obeyed me. And God says, I'm going to go to a man named Gideon. And God spoke to a man named Gideon, a man who did not have the spirit of God. So he had to fleece because he didn't have the, he, he couldn't quite understand if he really was hearing the voice of God. But see, you're a new creature now. Yeah. You have something that he didn't have. That's right. You have the Holy One of That's Israel right. living right. on the inside yes. of you. That's you right. have the anointing from the Holy That's One. Right. And you know all things. Yes. You know that you need to go in a different path. You know that you need the anointing in your life to, to really make a significant change. You know what you need to do yeah. in order to really walk fully in what God has for you. Yeah, that's right. You know, Americans are so inundated with information how to lose weight. I dare say most, expert, most Americans I know are experts. Yeah. They don't really need anybody to tell them what to do. Why? Because they know what to do. Yeah. But the knowing is not enough until you start walking out what you already know. Say, I am anointed. I'm a new creature. I can walk out what God called me to walk out. Come on, I'm flourishing. I'm not failing. Woo! Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. And see, God, God took a man called Jacob and changed his name to Israel. He was a surplanter. He was a man who, who wasn't honest. He was a man who could cheat. He's a man that could cut you out just like that. But God was in, always in the position of changing people. Yes. Changing people. Yes. Changing names. He took Abram and called him Abraham. Yeah. What's he doing? He's changing lives. He's changing people. Yes. He's helping them reach the very course yes. that, they're, that, that God has designed for their life. That's Something right. where it's just going to make your life better. Yes. Come on. Amen. You cannot make your life better doing what you do. Because you're a new creature. It's sort of like trying to fit a, 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 a round peg into a square. It's just not working. Or a square peg into a round hole. It just, it just doesn't work. Why, why aren't things working like they should in life? Because you're trying to do things through the old man. And you're trying to use that square peg of old way of doing things. And you're yeah. just trying to force it and make it happen. Yeah. Why isn't it working? Well, because you're no longer anointed to live in darkness. You're trying to live like darkness, but darkness doesn't fit you no more. That's right. Come on. It's like wearing high rises. It's like wearing, what do you call those, uh, pants, the high water pants? You're like, you're walking around with high waters. Men, men, you weren't designed to go walking around wearing capris. I'm sorry. Some men may do it, but I'm like, they They don't look right. Just saying. Just don't look right. Praise the Lord. You see, when you're designed to do something else, anything different is going to look uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not going to feel right. Yeah. That's why life feels hard. That's why life sometimes feels difficult. Because you're trying to apply the old methods outside of the new man. And the new man is designed to speak life. The new man is designed to take new lands. The new man is, is designed to be delivered. The new yes, man yes. is designed in such a way that God perfected it. Yes. He called it to operate. Anything out that just brings poverty. Yeah. Anything out of that just brings death. Everything outside of God's, God's will just brings a lack of joy. There's no peace in it. Yeah, that's right. There's no harmony. You can't even be happy outside of God. There's no way to have joy. Because the fruits of the Spirit is peace, joy, love, harmony. Come on. There's no laws against those things. 
we're going to outlaw peace. There's no, there's no such thing. There's nobody out saying we're going to say we're going to outlaw peace. That's just foolishness. The devil would outlaw peace. He would try to disturb your peace. Right. He would try to disturb your joy. Yes. He would try to, anytime we step out of our created, mandated way of walking, we suffer. Yeah. Job is evidence of that. Job said, I do, he said, he, he was making sacrifices because he was in f- constant fear, but yes. his kids might sin yes. against God. Yeah. So he started offering sacrifices. Every time they went and did something, he would, I'm going to make a sacrifice because I don't want them to be hurt. So he was starting to operate out of fear. God cannot let, allow you to attach fear and faith and say it's working together. Yeah. It's, it becomes pride. It, it, it can evolve into many different things. Yeah. That's why the, really ultimately Job had opened the door yes. to the enemy. Mm-hmm. He opened the door to the enemy and he thought because he was righteous. That his righteousness is alone justified him. But God says, no, you're justified. If you're, 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 your righteousness doesn't stand up in the court of my, of my kingdom. Your righteousness, when compared to my understanding of everything. See, he had no idea that he had opened the door. No idea. Many Christians have no idea that they're opening the door to darkness through what they say, through how they live, through how they, they may even pray out of fear, not knowing that by just praying in fear, they've opened the door to the enemy. Yeah. Motivated by fear, motivated by, oh no, we better pray, then we need money. What a quick way to open the door to the enemy. What a quick way. Rather than prophesying, you know what, Lack? I, I speak against you. I take my authority over you, Lack. I take authority over you, addiction. I, I take my authority over you, fear. I, you know this lack of peace? Father, I speak joy over this situation. I speak peace over my home. You just got to take your place. Take your place. Say, I'm taking my place. See, when you take your place, there's nothing the devil can do about it. That's right. Because you were, you were born to be seated yes. in the heavenly places. Yes. Say, I am seated. seated. And the devil wants to fight you on that. Yeah. He wants to fight you on who you are. Yeah. Even, the, even, even the great boxers who was, I, I always had this thought, those heavy burdens, says, I can't do it, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. They all went through. Everybody who's trying to press into something always got this voice that says, you can't do it. But I want to tell you that there is a, another voice that says that you can do it. That's right. There is another voice that's beckoning you and says you can get on the other side. That's right. There is another voice that says you can have peace. That's there right. is another voice that says that you can be healed. That's there is another voice that you're saying, let, 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 let me change those ashes into beauty. That's there is right. another voice that's on the inside that wants to work yes. a great work on the inside of you. Yeah. That wants you to walk on the water. Yeah. God changed the name of Peter from, from what? Simon Barjona to Peter the Rock. God is wanting to change who you are today. So when you came to church, his plan for you today was change. He didn't say not more of the same. Oh, we're just going to give more of the same. More of the same. Pump them up, make them happy, leave them happy. No, God wants you more than happy. He wants you, he wants you full of joy. He wants you to have fruit in your life. He wants you to have some victory in your That's life. Right. And some of you have, it's been a long time since you had a victory. Yeah. It's been a long time since you had a W. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm not talking about VWs. I'm talking about victories and wins. Yes. Come on. Some of you need some victories. Yeah. 
Some of you have, more, have had lived under debt so long that you don't even see outside the debt. Some of you have lived so long under, under, under uh, this, this way of, of just living, just barely getting by. And say, God says, I have something more for you than that. Yeah, that's right. But it, it, it requires that we flow with him, yes. that we move with him. Yeah. You're not called to go from tragedy to tragedy, loss to loss. God has not called you to live that way. And many of us just accept it. Well, it must have been God's will. No, it's not. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come to give life and give it that much more abundantly. See, if you know your God is good, you know he's on your side. He said he's on my side. Look at your neighbor and says, he's on your side. You know, it's easier for us to believe that he's on someone else's side and not think that he's on our side. Why is that? Because the enemy will think, may we always have you think, it's, it's somebody, so they deserve it more than me. He tries to make you feel inferior as if you don't deserve a better life. When he, God has already purchased a life better for you and it already lives, it already resides on the inside of you. And you're being cheated of who you are. You are being deceived of what you have. Or what you don't have. Oh, you don't have this. You've never been that smart. You're not as good looking as Pastor Marcus. (laughs) We know that's not true, right? Mark says, I've always been a good looking man. I've always been the smartest one in my class. I am very secure in my manhood. I can outbake any man. Yes, we know he can, and he will. But I will say this. There is an anointing on each man here to make a change in his family. There's enough anointing on each man. I'm not talking to the women around. I'm talking to the men. Right now, there is an anointing on each of us men right now to really make a change in our families. What What will we allow to rule our homes? Will we allow the television to rule our homes? Because the television will not tell you who you are in Christ. It will not tell you that you are flourishing. It will not tell you of your dominion. The television will remind you that you are out of control. You have no say in the things that happen around you. Mm -hmm. But I'm here to tell you right now that you do have control. Mm -hmm. You start with you. You start with yourself. Man, you start with yourself daily. You make your life better now. You go to your house. You, make, you, you organize your life. You take out the trash that doesn't belong in your life. Yeah. Come on, it's good. Let's start with something natural. Let's not just start with talking about the whatever, the addictions or whatever it is is there. Let's talk about, let's just clean up the house. Let's remove the stuff that does the clutter that doesn't belong there. Amen. And then we start there and then we start dealing with our hearts. What doesn't belong in my heart? Why am I so angry? Why am I so full of fear? Why is there dread to me for me when I go to work? Why is there dread for me when I go visit people that I, that I love? Why is there dread? The question is, who am I? And why, am I not, why do I not know who I am? Most people know more of what, who they are not than who they really are. Yeah. Let that sink in. They know more about what they're not than who they are. They know they're not rich. They know they're, they, they, can think of, they can give you the list of what they're not. Yeah. They can write more about all the negative qualities about who they are versus, versus who they positively are in Christ. Because yeah. they have no idea of who they are. Men, if you found out who you are, what you had, your life would change. Yeah. 
you would change. Your life would change. Your life would be better. You would, you would flourish and not fail. Yes. Come on. Amen. This message, you will flourish and not fail. Amen. You will flourish and not fail. Yeah. Say, I'm going to flourish and not fail. Not right. You start getting that in your mouth, your life will start to change. That's right. That's right. You start saying, I'm the head and not the tail, your life is going to start changing. I'm, I'm on top. I'm not on the bottom. That's right. You've got to believe and start prophesying over your life. Yes. Come in agreement with what the word says about you versus what everybody says about you. Yeah, that's right. We're falling in love daily with Jesus yes. because we know he's our only help. Yes. Say he's my only help. Yes. He's my only rescue. I can't get any help anywhere else but right. through him. Right. Amen. Amen. Amen? So open our Bible to Ephesians chapter 2. Men, women, now I'm talking to everybody. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 says, but, my, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherefore he loved us. That he loved us. It's easy for us to think he loves everyone else but us. But he loves you. He just doesn't just love a group. He loves you on an individual level. Even when you were dead in sins and he hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved. He's quickened you. He's made you alive. You are not dead to him. Do you ever hear people say, you're dead to me? And they don't talk to each other. You're dead to me. Right? You hear people say stuff like that. You're dead to me. I don't want to see you again. You're dead to me. Well, you're not dead to God. You're alive to God. He sees you. He thinks about you. You know, when you have kids, you think about your kids. Do you know how often I think about my kids? I think about my kids every day. Every day. I talk about my kids all the time. Why? Because I love my kids. I want the best for my kids. We, we talk about how, what we want for them. We want them to succeed. We want, them to, get, we want them, them to be free. We want them to experience joy. We want, you know, things that are normal. People want to see their kids succeed. In fact, I was talking to a gentleman a while back, and he said, you know, he's talking about a certain political thing that was going on. He says, you know, you think you're, you know your son was made $184 million. Because as a dad, you're going to talk about these things. Why? Because you're proud of your boys. Yeah, you, you did what? Man, that's awesome. You know, there's something about a, a father that's proud of his kids when he sees them succeed. That's natural. You know God is proud of you when he sees you succeed in the realm of the spirit. When he sees you, you binding devils, loosen, loosen heaven to help. Yes, that's right. You know, a father's happy when he sees his grandkids are happy. When his, his kids are being good parents, he, he loves to see that. Any parent wants to see. He, he, he has deep desires to see his kids to succeed. Not just, just for his ego, but God, for, for the mere fact that he just loves them. When you love your kids, you want to see them happy. You don't want to see them hurt. Particularly if you're a man, you don't want to see them hurt through, as a man, through your own actions. I want to see my kids full of joy. I want to see them full of happiness. I want to be there for them all the time. That's your father. He's there with you all the time. He's not only so invested in being with you all the time that he sent his son to die for you so that he can live, he can have a reason to live on the inside of you. Yes, amen. Come on. Now he lives on the inside of you. Yes, that's right. 
Now he's with you all the time. He loves you so much. He says, I don't want to just be there outside. I want to be there with them on the inside. That's called commitment. And that's a great commitment. And he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We always think God must have really loved Jesus. Why? Because God not only loved Jesus, but God saw what Jesus would do and help him bring his family closer. He saw Jesus like, thank you, Jesus. You brought my family closer. You let me live on the inside of them. Now they're not alone. My spirit can rest in them. Yeah. They, they can know who they are. Yeah. They can know what they have. Yeah. They, can, they can just live a life that they've always desired. They can live full of peace, yeah. full of joy, have harmony. And if you don't have those things in your, ha- in your home, you've got to ask yourself, why is there a lack of harmony in my house? Why do I have to argue all the time? Why do I have to bring a lack of peace in my, in my home? Why? Because the enemy is there trying to work that in you. Yeah. He's trying to violate the very principles of, of Galatians 5.22. If I can remove their peace, if I can remove their joy, and I can bring strife between the man and the wife... It will make that house crumble. A house divided against itself will not stand. You divided against you saying that you cannot do anything, that you're not smart, that, that, that you will never be able to do, succeed like everybody else, that, that you're somehow that you're incompetent. Let me tell you, some men and women, you're here today, not because you're incompetent, but you're here today because somewhere along the line, you made right decisions. That's right. That's right. You made some right decisions That's in right. your life. That's you're right. alive today because you made right choices at yeah. some point. Yeah, that's right. Me and Pastor Molina together almost 30 years. Not because we were so smart, but because we, we made a right choice to follow God. And, and, and it's that choice that's kept us together over these years. When we make right choices, it blesses us. Yes. It does not hinder us. That's right. It just adds to us. It adds to us. Say, so he's adding to me. I'm getting free this morning. Freedom is free. Your freedom is free. You got Jesus. It was free. But let's just think about it. Was, was it really free? Think about it. Was your freedom really free? Or did someone have to purchase that freedom? Jesus, yeah. How did Jesus purchase? Do you know Jesus had to die on the cross for you? Yes, that's right. You're like, man, for me? He had to die for you. He had to shed his blood for you. There was no way around the cross. Even Jesus saw the cross. Like, he didn't want to do it. Lord, if there's any other way, if there's any other way, please remove this cup from me. Meaning this, what he was about having to do, what he was about having to take on. There was a complete sacrifice to that. He knew that they were going to drive nails through. He knew they were going to scourge him. He knew they were going to spit on him. How many volunteers I got for that? Not too many people are going to write. Scripture says, scarcely will a righteous man die for another man. Scarcely. Scarcely. But yet your father did it for you freely. Came down from heaven, walked down on earth, and said, I'm going to die for them, knowing that they're going to make, still make mistakes, knowing that they're still going to screw up now and then, knowing that they're, that, that they're, going, to, they're going to knock their knees on the, on the tables. I, I know that they're not going to listen to me, but I'm still willing to... How many of us have children that still knock their heads on the tables, who still don't listen to us, and do we remove our love from them that very moment that they do, not do, those, do those things? No, we do not. That's right. We keep loving them. 
Their, their love is unconditional. We will love them no matter what because we have a deep heart for our children. God has a deep love for you. In so much that he gave you Jesus. Because you're a new creature. You're made to flourish and not fail. You've got to have that in your, soul, in your heart. We have got to be committed to knowing that he's there for us. Galatians chapter uh, 3. Verse 6 says this. Say amen when you get there. Galatians 3, 6 says this. Even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. You know that you're a child of Abraham. Why? Because you're a person of faith. You believe the Lord. You believe that you... When you believe God, then you just start believing, you know, I'm a child of faith. If I'm a Christian, I've asked Jesus in my heart, now I'm his child. And I did that by faith. I now believe that I am his. And that when God is able to use that and make you part of the, of the family of faith, mm-hmm. that means you have faith on the inside of you to make things change in your life. Mm-hmm. You have faith on the inside of you to not have to sit there and live the same way anymore. You have every right, every ability, just as a child, to no longer live the same way that you used to live. You, have, you are now backed by heaven's power. Right. Backed. You are backed, baby. Yeah. You are so backed, you don't even have to put up with strife in your house anymore. So backed by it. So backed by it that you don't have to live under depression no more. So backed by heaven. Amen. So backed by heaven. Amen. If you knew who you were and what you had, it'd make you happy. You go, ha, 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 ha. Remember what we said earlier about the devil when he came in to lie to Brother Hagin? Said you were gonna die, he was going to die, he wasn't going to make it. Well, how did he respond? He goes, ha, 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 ha. Man, some of you got to learn to start laughing. You got to start learning to laugh at the devil. Well, you're not going to make it. You're not going to get a raise. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. I don't hear no men laughing. <laughs> Evidently, the devil's just been beating you on the head so long that you, do, you can't even laugh. You, he's just been smacking you on the head. You ain't going to make it. You ain't as good looking as Letty says. <laughs> you, you ain't as smart. She, she just ain't think she, she's smarter than you. You just got to start laughing in the day. Oh, you're not going to you're not going to get promoted again. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you say? Yes, I am going to make it. That's yes, right. I am going to get a raise. Right. Y- yes, I am. Yes, I am. You never had a good car like that. Now you're never going to have another car like that. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Either you laugh or you cry. It's going to be one or the other. You're either going to laugh, either you're going to laugh or you're going to learn to cry. you got a choice here, men. Either you're going to start learning to laugh or you're going to start just go with your cry. And you'll be sitting there, there's a beat here in my beard because I'm thinking about you, dear. You are always on my mind. Come on, you're going to have to change that song. Yeah, that's right. Change, ch- change that song. Yeah. Change that song that says you ain't going to lose. Yeah. Some of you got to start playing your country western uh, songs backwards so you get everything back. You're just going to have to start doing some things the right way. Yeah, come on. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And still the men sit quietly because they're so stoic, so smart. But I'm telling you, your freedom is in your laugh. Your freedom is in how you respond. Your freedom is how you say it in this mountain, be thou removed. 
Because right. now you're a child of the Most High God. Right. He now lives on the abides on the inside of you. That's right. I'm a winner, not a loser. That's right. I'm God's champion. That's right. If David could stand in the face of a giant and get all sassy with a giant and say, "Today I'm gonna cut your head off." You can get in the head, That's get in front right. of the devil, say, today I'm yeah. cutting this relationship off. Yeah. And right now I'm going to start with your head, devil. That's those right. those lies that you've been telling me. Yeah. Saying that I wasn't going to make it. Come on. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Men, ha, 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 ha. You can laugh or things are not going to change. Yeah. Well, I'm just believing. I'm believing. I'm just believing. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just believing. What do you, you, you have a headache or you, you, what are you doing? I just believe the Lord. According to Matthew, you're just supposed to say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Yeah. And he's, the scripture says that you're going to go forth with, with laughing and with singing and that you're going to be like a calf released from the stalls. You ever see a calf released from the stalls? How many men have ever seen a calf? Or maybe, maybe we need to make a field trip to some... Some, uh, some where there's cows at and see them, the, the young cows released from the cell. They don't just sit there like, hey, we're released. They bounce out. They just, they just jump with joy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was cheating the other day. I had a little dog. He's a little dog I was blessed with. His name is Massimo. And I was cutting up some, um, some uh, what do you call that? What kind of meat was that? Huh? You know, filet mignon. I was cutting up some filet mignon. I was cutting it up, cutting off the little parts because there's a parts you can't have on it because you have to get it just right, right? And so I'm cutting through it, and there's a little piece that was raw. And I looked at him, and he was looking. I was looking at him, and he was, he was hoping something would fall. Huh? I'm like, oh. There was a cut piece, a little bit extra meat. I go, Massimo, I'm gonna be, you're gonna, today you're going to become a man. Today you're becoming a man. So I dropped that meat. He, he ate it, and it was raw. She goes, you can't have a piece of raw filet mignon? I go, Annie, you as a man could eat it, raw filet mignon, and you'd be happy. I dropped it on the floor. He looked up to me. He saw the start. He got a little dance. He was all. <laughs> like, hit me some more. Hit me some more, Dad. He just started just dancing around like that. Like, come on, hit me some more. I dropped another one. He's like, hey. Hey. See, when God drops something down for you, there's, all of a sudden there's some joy that kicks up on the inside of you. That's right. Come on. That's it. We have a little bell. We, re- we train him to ring the bell when he wants something. He wants to go outside. He rings the bell. She created the monster, by the way. I'm just letting you know. She created a monster. He wants to go outside. Bell. Bing, 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 bing. Now he's using it to get treats. He rings about. Bing, 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 bing. He looks. She opens the door. He's like, where's my treat? We didn't train him. He's trained us. Sitting at the door. One day he's just sitting there. Oh, he's sitting there watching us eat. He's about, What's he want? He wants to get fed. Not, not what his food. His food's sitting right there. He's got plenty of access to that food. We're eating, we're eating meat. He's like, and then he's like. If a dog could talk with his face, he could, that, boy, that boy can talk with his face. He is, he is 100% personality. He follows her everywhere because he knows who to go to for the food. He knows who's weak and who's strong. He follows the one who's going to give in to him. See, when you know who your father is, you know who to follow. When you know who the one that's going to feed you, you know who the one's going to bless you, you know who to follow. And your father has a weakness for you because he loves you so much that he gave, he emptied out heaven for you. 
All you have to do is just ding, 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 ding. Lord, I'm here. Lord, I'm here. I'm here to praise your name. I'm here to get out of my comfort zone. I don't have to, you know, walk out, you know, hey, man, I got it all together. No, you don't have to do none of that. None of it. You do that and your gut hangs out. It's not as, not as sexy as it used to be. I, I do have a six-pack of abs somewhere. Somewhere buried underneath that padding. But it's going away in Jesus' name. I declare the leanness of the Lord on my tummy. The first time I get any word out of any man. Yeah, Pep, Pastor, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Come up. Thank you. I needed them help today, man. I needed some help. I'm going to just stand over here and preach. God has got something so good for you this year. And this is not about being cliche, about how your life's going to be better. But when you find out who you are and start developing the who the real who the real man is on the inside, your life is going to be different. That that the devil's been trying to mask and hide you from about who you really are is going to really come out. Well, pastor, that means I'm going to get excited and I'm going to start running around the church. That's exactly what God wants from you. I mean, I'm going to show up and. You know, you know what happens with drunk people when they get drunk? You know that drunks are the best tippers? You know that? That's a true, 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 true. That's why people like working the bars. Because they say drunks are the best tippers. Christians, when they're full of the Holy Ghost, they're the best tippers. They're the best givers. Because they know what God has done on the inside of their life. They've they seen, their, they seen their freedom. They see the God prospering in everything they're doing. They're so full with the Holy Ghost that they realize that God, no matter what, God's going to keep filling it up. That's right. God's going to keep filling it up. That's right. they're not gonna be, they don't have to be drunk with the old world, but they're going to be filled with the, the, the new wine. That's right. Say, I'm full, I'm full with the new wine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I preach myself happy today. I preach myself happy today. How many of you got blessed this morning? How many of you got blessed this morning? Come on, say, I'm full. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Let's prove it now. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now together as a family. Oh, did she come, mama, mama? Oh, she come, mama, mama, mama. mama, mama, mama. We're just when we're right now when we're praying the Holy Ghost. What we're doing is enforcing our freedom. We're enforcing our freedom. We're identifying with Christ. We're getting in fellowship with the heavenly, our heavenly Father. Oh, she come, mama, mama, mama. Oh, she kalara si se kete Ora, mama, 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 mama. Ora, ora, sisi, kisi, kiro, shukom. Pastor Melina, come on up here real quick. Ora, mama, 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 grab that mic. Ora, shika, mama, 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 mama. You got, a, you got, you got something from the Lord. Ora, shika, mama. Now I'm gonna start praying first. Ora, shika, mama, mama. Eso so usi kere shika loro papa mama mama. Ira si kere si soko pipi bi shika lara si se pelerete. Yes, now is the time. Put it in your mouth. Now is the time to say things will be different. Now is the time to decide today I'm following him. Today I'm finding out who I am in him. Now is the time. No more pushing back. But the Holy Spirit says now is the time. Now is the time to declare your freedom in Christ. Yes. What is she no more worrying about the past, what happened here, what happened there, what you did, what you didn't do. 
but you do what pastor said today. You start declaring, I'm a new creature in Christ. That old man is gone, and now I'm new. Now I'm new. Start saying, now, now I'm, new. I'm new. Now I'm new. I'm new in Christ because he's made me new. He's made me right, so I'm new in him. Say, I'm, new and I'm new in him. I'm new. I'm new. The old is gone. The old is gone. The old is gone. Leave the old behind. No more looking back. No more talking about what used to happen, what you used to do, the struggles. Now you just start saying, I'm free because I'm, free. I'm a new creature in him. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Christians ought to be the freest people. We ought to be the freest people, not bound by anything. The enemy would try to bind you, like Pastor said, with fear, with with uh, lack, with addictions, with things that maybe they were even in your family. So it doesn't matter if it was in your family. Fear. It stops with you. Yeah. Because now you're new in Him. He has made you new. So you need to start declaring it. We don't talk about the newness. Come on, talk about it. We don't talk about being in Him. You need to talk about it. You need to meditate on it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we have, I think we have in Him. Do we still have those in Him? pamphlets over there that are free. Scriptures just to read. You may not even understand. I don't understand what this means. It doesn't matter. You just put that scripture and it's God's word. There's power in it. The more, the more, the more you read it, the more you'll understand it. You, you sometimes it takes a few minutes or a few minutes. It takes a while to. There was one year. Yeah. I was reading um, out of the book of Ephesians. The Lord had me read it like. I kept reading the Lord. What were you trying to show me in this book? I, kept, I must have read a certain chapter like three, four. Six times, and I'm like, man, I'm, 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 I understand, it, but then the Lord said, read it again. I'm like, Lord, I've, I understand it. I've, I've read this like 10 to 20 times, and I kept reading it, reading it. And I'm like, it was like on the 21st time of reading the same chapter over again. I was getting tired. Lord, what are you trying to show me? And finally, after the 21st time I read it, I was like, oh, there it is. Under my nose, the whole entire, this scripture just came ablaze. I'm telling you, there is depths, there is understandings that sometimes we read through things so quickly we miss what God is trying to speak to us. God is always there trying to speak to you and I. And sometimes he's just simply reading it out loud, getting it, getting it, getting it, repetition, repetition, and you're like, ah, then it becomes rhema. It becomes alive to you. That's where, the, where, where, where it comes a rhema. It's logos when you just know it. Oh, I just know that's what the scripture says. It's rhema when it becomes alive to you. Like, I got it. That, oh my gosh, that thing has been there staring at me the whole time. Why didn't I ever see it? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And it just explodes on the inside of you. Sometimes you're going to have to do that more than just with one reading. And you spend your time with the Lord. And you just sit there and you go, Lord, I thank you, Father. And when you get something, you just thank Lord, thank you. You gave it to me because I knew it was there. You knew it, not me. You knew it was there. And thank you, Father. I didn't, I didn't stop where I was at. I just kept going until I caught it. Woo! I'll tell you, it'll be good for you. I'm going to let you close up. How's that? Amen. Oh, she come, mama, mama, mama. There's something more. You have something more. Go ahead. Oh, she come, mama, mama. Stand and worship, let him do that too. Get him to stand up and worship if you need him to do that. Oh, Pama Mama. Oh, she comes. Hmm. Yeah.
So no more you're going to live in darkness, but today is a day where I lift you up. You're going to see me lift you up. You're going to see me do things in your life that you never thought were possible. Because today is a new day. Today is a day where you are going to be set free. Today is a day where you're no longer going to walk the way you used to walk. You're, you're going to see such a magnificent change. People are going to say, what happened? Your life is now so good. Your life is now so good. Mm. And the things that were cares, and the things that were, were worries, and the things that, that, that kept you, well, you're, you're just going to go around things and it's going to be so much easier. Things that were difficult are just going to get so much easier and you'll feel so much freer. Hallelujah. 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 We take that, Father. We take that. Yes. We thank you, Father. Let's stand up. We thank you, Father. Yes. We thank you, Father. Namate halete. Namashi handarabasete. No mosete andete alechete. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, there, there are some who want freedom today. There are some that want freedom today. If that's you and you want freedom, I want to invite you up here right now. We're going to come in agreement with your freedom. Freedom can be mean anything. And one, you could be just having things that are holding you back. Uh, things you just feel like maybe you just haven't prospered. You, you've always struggled with your money. Number two, you may not just, you want to get delivered for whatever reason. There's things that are just holding you and plaguing you. Thirdly, you just feel a lack of joy in your life and you feel like you just need that joy again. There's, there are things that are holding you this morning that God wants to set you free. And all he's wanting is your agreement. Yeah. Will you agree with him this morning for your freedom? Will you agree for him this morning for your freedom? If that's you and you want that freedom, come on up here. We're going to lay hands on you. Come in agreement with you. To be free. To be free. From here on out. From here on out.